This is the Everyday Christian Podcast, coming to you from the Beacon Church of Christ in West Monroe, Louisiana. Here's your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to the Everyday Christian Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 6 of our podcast, and we're certainly thankful that you have joined us for this episode. This is a podcast where we remind ourselves that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. I'd like to take a moment and mention something along those lines before we begin the topic for today. If you're listening to this on the day that the episode releases, then it would be a Monday, the start of the work week, or perhaps the start of the school week. A fresh start for all the things that you are planning to do this week. I want you to think about this as a fresh start for the things that you want to do for the Lord. What can you accomplish for Him? Perhaps you can do better studying your Bible or memorizing Scripture this week than you have in times past. Maybe you can pray better and more focused and more frequently in your prayers this week. Perhaps there's someone that's been on your mind that you would like to evangelize. And you can maybe do that this week. Maybe you could serve more people. Pick a few of these things and work on them and try your best to implement them. And I guarantee you it will help you be a better Christian. Well, today we're going to be talking about everyday Christians on the job. This is the start of a series that we'll be covering this month. So I'll go ahead and fill you in on the other episodes that we've got planned. Next Monday, which is April 13th, we're going to be talking about everyday Christians and finances. You probably realize that April 15th is tax day. And so in honor of tax day, we'll be talking about everyday Christians and finances. The Monday after that, April 20th, Lord willing, we'll be talking about everyday Christians and time management. And then the last Monday of this month, April 27th, we're going to be talking about everyday Christians, everyday routine. I'm really looking forward to that episode. That's something that I struggle with, trying to have the same routine, spiritually speaking, every day. Am I going to read my Bible every day? Am I going to pray every day and hopefully multiple times every day? Am I going to reach out to people, the, the sick or others that I can be helping as a Christian? There are so many things that we can do every day as Christians, and if we get ourselves into a routine, then that will help us. So I'm definitely looking forward to that episode later at the end of this month. But today's episode is dealing with everyday Christians on the job. In all likelihood, this is a pertinent topic for a large percentage of our audience. You're probably starting the work week today, again, if you're listening on a Monday when this episode is releasing. Whether you're part-time, full-time, whether you have multiple jobs or just one job, whether you have the most important job or one of the most important jobs, I think, which is a stay-at-home parent, and, and cer- certainly stay-at-home parents don't get uh, the credit that they deserve and they don't get paid for that job, and it's certainly an important job of raising children. But whatever your job is, the point is that your vocation is an extremely important part of your life. It's your livelihood. Even if you don't have a job right now for some reason, you may be in school preparing for a job, or you may currently be unemployed and you're looking for a job. I believe that these tips that I'm going to have for you today will help you 
as you consider employment. I want us to look at this from three perspectives, and the first perspective is diligence. I think too many people in society today view work as something that is to be avoided. Sometimes it's laziness. Sometimes it's disdain for the working class, especially in upper echelons of society where maybe they've, they've got so much money they don't have to work, and they look down upon those that are more blue-collar, so to speak. Sometimes it's simply that our young people have not really learned the value and the virtue of a hard day's work. But the Bible contains a lot of passages that talk about the importance of working hard. In Genesis 3 verse 19, after Adam and Eve sin, God tells Adam, In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. Now this was punishment for Adam. He was expected to engage in hard work until the day that he died. Certainly hard work is punishment. It can be viewed as such, but also we need to understand the benefits of hard work as well. For one thing, if we are not busy, then we're more likely to become engaged in sinful behavior. Idle hands are the devil's workshop, they say. I certainly believe that. But Ephesians 4 verse 28, Paul views work favorably. He says, let him that stole steal no more. So if you are a thief, don't be a thief anymore. Repent of that. But rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. We see a couple things there. Number one, you're not supposed to keep stealing. If you're a Christian, you should repent of that if you had been involved in that sin. But number two, you are to labor and you are to work with your hands, the thing which is good, a good, honest day's wages. Well, that's a good thing. Work with your hands. And then also it talks about giving to him that have need. It's also important for us to remember that, uh, yes, God has given us our means to provide for ourselves, but we also have the responsibility to try to help other people as well if we have that opportunity. Proverbs 14, verse 23 says, In all labor there is profit. So again, there's virtue and there's value in a good day's work. First Thessalonians 4, verses 11 through 12 Paul tells the Thessalonians that they were to study to be quiet, to do their own business, and to work with their own hands that they might walk honestly towards those outside the church. Our work, and whether or not we do a good job, is going to influence people outside of church. In fact, one of the places that you are going to possibly find the the most likely candidates for evangelism would be in the workplace. So we need to consider that for sure. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 23, Paul tells the Colossian brethren, Whatsoever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not unto men. And so we are to work hard, work heartily. And it's as if we're working for the Lord himself, not just working for men. And in that context, he's talking about servants obeying their masters. We could also make the same application for employees obeying their employers. Very same principle there. On and on we could go listing biblical examples that deal with diligence. I'll give you a few other examples that you need to look at. Proverbs 13 verse 4, it compares the soul of a sluggard, a lazy person, 
with the soul of the diligent. Proverbs 6, verses 6 through 8, goes to the ant as an example of diligent work. And that's a a wonderful passage that you need to look at that describes a hard worker just like an ant works hard and prepares for the winter. Ecclesiastes 9, verse 10, I like this one. Solomon tells us that whatever our hands find to do, we are to do it with all of our might. Again, work hard. Don't be sloppy. Don't uh, do things in a shoddy way. No, work hard and do it with all of your might. 1 Timothy 5, verse 8, Paul says that a man who refuses to work is worse than an infidel, one who has denied the faith. Sadly, in society today, there are many who are able to work. They're, they're not uh, infirm. They're not sick. They, they don't have disabilities. And we understand some people do have disabilities, but there are a lot of people today who do not have disabilities, and yet they still refuse to work. Well, the Bible says that a person like that is worse than an infidel, and they have denied the faith. So we have the responsibility as Christians, once you reach an age uh, where you're an adult, to work. And then finally, Second Thessalonians 3 verse 10 says that if a man won't work, neither should he eat. But obviously, very serious business if a person is lazy and refuses to work. So that's diligence. But our second perspective that we're going to look at is efficiency. Not only do you need to work diligently, but you also need to work efficiently. That is, you need to get the job done. And you need to do it in such a way that it's done professionally and in an organized way and in a timely manner. Can your boss trust you to get things done? Not only that, but can he trust you to do it on your own without being told? or without having to be micromanaged, or without him or her having to check in on you constantly, making sure that you're doing right? Can your boss expect you to accomplish things by the deadline? A lot of jobs have deadlines, and if you don't accomplish it by by the deadline, then you're going to be in serious trouble. Can, can your boss expect you to do those things? All of these are things that we must consider if we're going to have a Christian mindset in the workplace. Now, non-Christians, sure, they're, they're going to have much lower standards for what they deem acceptable in the workplace. But we're better than that, or at least we should be, because we're Christians. And so we have high standards for, for how we're going to act in the workplace. What about this? Do you waste a lot of time in the workplace? Or again, do you work efficiently? Ephesians 5 verses 15 and 16 says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. That would certainly include the workplace, would it not? We have the responsibility to redeem the time, buying back the time. In other words, taking full advantage of the time that we have been blessed with because we don't know when our time is going to run out. And so certainly in the workplace, We've got the responsibility to use our time well. Also, I'd like to point out that working efficiently does not necessarily mean rushing. Now, if you work for the New York Stock Exchange, then chances are your job is going to be very rushed. If you are a reporter or a writer for a newspaper, then you're probably going to be very rushed 
and you're going to have deadlines that you have to meet constantly, probably every day, uh, doing these various things, and you're going to be rushing to get these things accomplished. But not all jobs are like that. Some jobs are a lot more laid back. But regardless of the pace of your job, whether it's fast-paced or more uh, slow-paced, you still have the responsibility to work efficiently. And so you need to remember that you do need to pace yourself. You need to uh, plan. You don't necessarily need to rush. And what I mean by that is, well, I'm going to get a whole bunch done in a couple of hours, and I'm going to do it so fast that I don't really do a good job on anything. I get a lot of things accomplished, but I do a halfway job at each of those things that I accomplished. No, it'd be better for you in a couple of hours to do one thing well than to do five things and kind of halfway. And so you need to consider that as well. Proverbs 21 verse 5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty. But those of everyone who is hasty, those who rush, surely to poverty. And so there's something to be said about pacing yourself and getting things done the right way not necessarily just the fast way. A good way to start your day, then, would be to have a plan. You need to write it down if you have to. Use sticky notes. Use a checklist. Okay, well, I've got these five things that I'd like to accomplish today, and it'd be a good idea, if possible, to put your highest priority item at the top of the list. And I'm going to accomplish this today, and then after I accomplish that, I'm going to accomplish number two, number three, and then if I have time, number four, number five. If you do that, then that's going to make you more efficient in the workplace. And certainly, uh, if you look at my desk, for instance, you're going to find sticky notes all over the place. So use those sticky notes, use a checklist, and, and pace yourself, and make sure that you're doing good quality work, not rushed and shoddy work. So that is efficiency. And we've got one more thing that we want to mention, and that is honesty. Make sure that you're putting in an honest day's work. You you get paid an honest day's wages, well, put in an honest day's work for those wages. If you get paid to work 40 hours a week, don't fudge the numbers on your timesheet. Don't say that, that you worked 40 hours when you really only worked 35 hours. Don't add 30 minutes here and 30 minutes there of overtime that you didn't actually work. That would be dishonesty. That's lying. We know that the Bible says that all liars have their part in the lake that burneth with fire and brimstone. So don't do that. Do not jeopardize your soul just so that you can get an extra hour or two of overtime. It's not worth it. If you're a businessman, treat your customers fairly. Don't cheat. And don't lie to your customers. Proverbs 11 verse 1 says, A false balance is abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. That's talking about somebody that's weighing out goods for sale. For instance, uh, don't lie and say that you're giving somebody one pound of meat for $5 when really you only gave them three-fourths of a pound. Well, that's not being honest. If you agree to do work for X amount of dollars, let's say you're a contractor and you agree to contract out some work for X amount of dollars, well then do the work for X amount of dollars. 
If there's cost involved, it would be wise to make sure that you research what those materials are going to cost you before you give somebody a quote. Psalm 15 verse 4 talks about a righteous person, and it says that he is one that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not. So even if you lose money, you don't go back on your word. You give them the quote, and then you abide by it. The next verse, Psalm 15 verse 5, talks about not charging uh, interest. Uh, And we read in the Bible, I believe, that the Jews were not supposed to be charging interest at all toward their brethren. And if you charged interest toward someone else, it was to be a fair interest rate. You weren't supposed to be charging exorbitant, uh, unfair interest rates. And so keep that in mind, Psalm 15, verse 5. Also, it, it talks about not taking a bribe against the innocent. That would be a form of dishonesty as well, really, uh, bribery, and certainly a sneakiness and cunningness, uh, evil way to do things. Those are three things that I wanted to talk about today, about uh, your life in the workplace as an everyday Christian. Remember these three things, diligence, efficiency, and honesty. If you remember those three things, then you'll be set to be a better everyday Christian in the workplace. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please uh, go on Facebook and like our page, the Everyday Christian Podcast Facebook page. You can like that. You can follow that. You can help uh, us grow by sharing it with others. You can press the invite button and invite your friends. You can also press the share button and share the page with your friends and help us grow our audience and and help us to help others be everyday Christians as well. Well, next episode, episode number seven, we're going to be talking about everyday Christians and finances. Today, we've looked at how everyday Christians obtain their finances in the workplace. Next time, we're going to look at how everyday Christians should use their finances, talking about good stewardship of the money that God has blessed us with. So I hope that you will join us for episode seven of the Everyday Christian Podcast next time. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Everyday Christian Podcast with Chase Green. As always, remember, God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Stand firm in your resolve to be an everyday Christian.